that Lord God may you bless them, encourage them in the name of Jesus, equip them with the strength, keep them the way, Lord, that let them continue to minister without hesitating. Let fear not temper with their lives, let fear not temper with their anointing. In the name of Jesus, Father, we say patience. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Um, I bless God for this wonderful moment. And um, also I thank um, Pastor Mark for this platform and the, the honor that he has um, given us uh, that we can share the gospel with you today. And also Pastor Kennedy for the wonderful and beautiful prayers that he led us. It is always important to remain a child of God oh, yes. that is ready and willing to learn so you can grow. Um, the moment one stops learning is the end of your life mm. because in everything you are always adapting and that's how you grow. That's the same with our spiritual life. Always make sure you allow room you, to learn Jesus. so you can grow. You never know it all. Yes. You don't know all the prayers. Mm. You don't know the Bible. It doesn't matter how many times you have read it from Genesis to Revelation. Yes. But each time that a servant of God stands and preaches something, there is something that God wants you to learn. Yes. So always have or keep an open heart to learn the word of God. Um, now, servants of God, I think you can take your seat, so you must be resting. Um, greetings to everyone, wherever you're watching from. I just want to bless you and to pray with you this afternoon. Um, we are in a time, a period where encouragement is much needed because hope is tested. Faith is tested when challenges arise. So um, this time I know that um, as we are busy with this um, COVID-19 pandemic, there's so much fear, um, there's so much intimidation that is going around from different directions that is causing men and women to lose hope. And I love one statement that Pastor Mark made where he said, um, you should live right. You should live as if you know if Christ is to return any moment, you are going to be ready. Um, because it is dangerous for us only to try to be ready um, if we know that he is about to return. Because the danger is, what happens if he calls me home now? Mm. What happens if he says to me that my son, the mission that I sent you to earth on or for is now complete and I happen not to be ready? Mm. What, what will that mean? So that is a very important statement that he has made to myself and to all of you listening and watching. That make sure we are living our lives like it's the last moment. Make sure that you are doing the will of God, you are living according to the word of God, and you are living right and peaceably with all men. The Bible says that live peaceably with all men. Love your neighbors, love everyone around you. Make sure that you are doing your best. So that if he calls us home, we can stand before him and say, indeed, we did your will, Lord. Amen. Very important. Now, um, I want to share here something a little, and then um, I would like to pray with you. We can, so that we should pray together. And what I want to share is um, something that I am saying, focus on Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Focus on, on Jesus. Jesus. Let's say that one more time. Focus, focus on, on Jesus. Jesus. Now, you see, the word focus means that um, you should pay attention. Oh, yes. And if you lose focus, what happens is your mind begins to wander around. Mm. If you are a student and you are sitting in a classroom, when your teacher or your lecturer is busy teaching, your focus is on him or her. The moment that your mind begins to wander around thinking about home or your friends or what you're going to do after the class, immediately your attention shifts from what they are teaching you to what will happen later on. 
So right now, God has given his promises. Christ has given the promises, the word, and every other encouragement that the servants of God are giving to you and I. We are focusing on the word. But the moment that we shift the focus and we put it on COVID-19 and mm. everything else happening, believe me, we stand the chance to be in great danger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Remember the Bible says in John chapter 10, verse 10, that the thief comes but not to steal. Now he looks for an opportunity where he can come and disturb. So we are saying, focus on Jesus. He cannot come and steal if you are focusing on Jesus. He cannot afford to come and rob you or rob me of my peace if I am focusing on Jesus. Because when he comes, he will find me focusing on Jesus. Focusing on the hope of glory. Focusing on the resurrection authority. Focusing on God who is able to do things exceedingly abundant above what I can imagine or think. When I am focusing on Jesus, even when there is fear, even when there is trouble, I still remain in Christ. Why? My focus has remained in him. If you look at a soldier that goes to battle or to war, when the battle is taking place, the war is taking place, it's fierce, it's intense. Every soldier, whether on the enemy side or on this side, you focus. Why? Because if you lose focus, your enemy can take your life. And that is how severe or how intense it is between the children of God and the children of the enemy. The demons, the devils, you know, all the evil forces, the witches, witchcrafts, that's how intense it is that they are focusing on destroying us and we are focusing on standing against their powers in rebuking and declaring that no weapon formed against you and I shall prosper. So today I am saying to you that focus on Jesus. It doesn't matter how painful the situations are. It doesn't matter how long it is taking. It doesn't matter if it appears that all hope is lost. But we have to focus on Jesus. (laughs) Now, look at Hebrews chapter 12. Let's open the Bible from the book of Hebrews chapter number 12. Verses 1 and 2. Now, let me read verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. Let me repeat that. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Now, it is difficult for one to run when you have got weights on you. What a beautiful analogy that the Bible is using here. Because the Bible is saying there is a race that is set before you and I. There is an expectation that heaven, that God has put on you and I, on your life. But in order for that expectation to meet its, 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 its requirements, in order for that expectation to come to pass, the Bible says that you have to let go of every weight. You have to let go of the worries in your mind. You have to let go of the troubles. I am not saying the troubles won't be there. I am not saying that the challenges will not come. I am not saying that the enemy will stop to pursue us. But what I am saying is if our focus will remain on Jesus, then, only then are we able to put off the weights which are the troubles and the cares of this world. 
Because if we are not, if we cannot be careful with the cares or concerns or troubles or issues of this world, then we'll do exactly what Pastor Michael was saying. We are going to live uh, without the knowledge that Christ can return at any time. So I want to say to you and I today that in the quest of focusing on Jesus, you have to, we have to, I have to make sure that I am putting away, I am putting aside all the troubles of this world. Yes, they'll come, but that's why faith is there. That's why hope is there. As I mean, the servant of God was preaching about hope. I mean, it doesn't mean that things are not, you know, the troubles are not around us. No, they are still there. But what it means is you and I have made up our minds to say that regardless of what is going to happen, I'll keep my trust in the Lord. Regardless of how tough, even if everyone is to turn against me, even if all hope seems to be lost, even if it, uh, it seems that indeed fear or destruction is right at the doorstep, but because I am focusing on Jesus, I'll remain in him. I'll keep holding on because I trust him and nothing else. Amen. We have to reach a point where we say, Lord, even if things are not going to change, I am not going to depart from your presence. Even if things will remain like this for longer than I expected, I am still not going to move away from your presence. Even if it means that I'm going to lose my friends, to lose family members, to lose my neighbors, to lose my friends, but I am not going to leave you, Jehovah. Even if it means that I'm going to become a mockery, that people will keep talking about my life or my family, but I am not going to move from your presence. Because who knows, the moment that I'm about to shift, that's when God was about to bless me. So why, why not just be patient and keep holding on and wait for him? Expect, you know, eagerly wait, eagerly anticipating that anything can change at any time. I mean, look at this simple example of a soccer match or any, yeah, a soccer match is a good example, football match. You find that um, it is 90 minutes and the referee has added maybe three minutes, for example. And the team, uh, team A is losing maybe 1-0 to team B. And because team A does not give up, even though the time is 90, they know that three minutes that has been added, anything can happen. What happens? They keep pushing. They keep fighting up until the moment where they equalize and the match ends 1-0. Or even they can score two goals and they end up winning. Why? The secret is in not giving up. Focus on Jesus. Let me uh, read that second part of the same uh, chapter that we were reading. Um, the second part, which is verse number two, it says, Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. Now, listen, before I continue there, I cannot look at something if my focus is not on that thing. The way that God has made us, um, the way your eyes work, the way your mind works, when you are looking at something, your attention is on that particular thing. You can try it now. Your eyes are not able to look at two things at the same time and you focus on both of them. As you are looking, you might see other things, yes, you know, uh, in your view. But believe me, there's only one thing at a time that you are focusing on. That's how your mind is made to function. Now, when we are saying that focus on Jesus, here the word of God is saying, looking unto Jesus. And as you are looking unto him, it means your focus is on him. Your attention is on him. Your hope is on him. Your, you know, your, 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 your destiny, you are saying, Lord, what I am believing you for in my life is on you. You are saying that the plans that I have for my family, for my future are on you. 
You are saying that for me to make it, I depend on you. It's easy. Let me tell you this. It is easy to draw up plans. Very easy. It is easy to have dreams, goals, to write them down on a piece of paper. It is so simple. But the hardest part is to be patient, to see each and every one of them coming to pass. The most difficult part is being loyal in what you are saying you are going to be doing. The discipline part of it is the most difficult challenge. If you are an athlete who is about to participate in a marathon, what you need to do is, number one, your diet, you need to watch what you are eating. Number two, you need to begin to exercise. Now, if you can get away or if you cannot be disciplined enough to do those two things, forget about making it in that marathon. Now, what am I saying? Life is a marathon in itself. And what it requires is the discipline. When it is time for prayer, it is time for prayer. Simple as that. When it is time to read and meditate on the word of God, you take the time and you meditate on the word of God. When it is time to join others in worship, in praise, you do that. When it is time to spend time with your loved ones, do that. But you cannot make a mistake of trying to mix things. You have to be disciplined enough to know what time is for what activity. What am I saying? Keep looking unto Jesus. Keep focusing unto Jesus. As you are walking, as you are moving, as you are planning, as you are, you know, God is going to be blessing you as he's already blessing you. This much I know for a fact. And as he's blessing you in one area or another area, keep focusing unto him. If you have been praying for a job and it has been taking long and God blesses you with a job, it doesn't mean that is now a point for me to lose focus. I have to continue focusing. Yes, he has blessed me with a job. Thank you, Father. But I continue looking unto you. My marriage, maybe my family, there has been problems. Now God has brought restoration. It doesn't mean I should lose focus. I thank you, Jehovah, for restoring me. But I will continue looking unto you. Now, there are many people who are in hospitals, um, who are on ventilators, um, different conditions, different um, reports, um, different diagnoses that the doctors have made. But one thing that I want us to remain on, one thing that I want us to keep saying is to declare healing over their life. We have to continue speaking the word. We cannot lose focus. We cannot give up. We constantly have to keep trusting that God can change anything at any time. He says, listen, I am not like a man who can lie. Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. He's saying, I am unlike a man who can lie or change my mind. I am God. And what I say, I will do. Now, this was a time when Balak... Now, Balak was a king, and what he had seen was after he was hearing rumors or reports about the children of Israel and their quests with Moses, uh, the Bible says that now he sent Balaam, or he sent for Balaam, who was a prophet at the time, a servant of God. And what he said was to say, please go and call Balaam, tell him to come and curse the children of Israel for me. And the Bible says when the people, the servants, went to call the prophet Balaam, Balaam refused. He said, let me first inquire of the Lord to see if he's allowed me to come. And the king sent for him three times that he kept refusing. And the Bible says that now when he inquired from God, God ended up saying, you know what, um, go with them the third time. And when he decided to leave and go with him, he got there and Balak said, curse these people for me. And he said, listen, I am not God. I cannot do that. But let me go and speak to God and hear what he's going to say. 
And the Bible says he tried to do that, uh, you know, trying to persuade Balaam to curse the Israelites three times. And it never worked. In fact, he kept blessing them instead. That's where now chapter 23 of 9 verse 19 comes in where God had to say, listen, I am not like a man that can lie or change. I am God. That what I say, I will do. So he was just confirming to say that as God, when I say that you are blessed, you are blessed. When I say that, uh, you know, I have changed it, I have changed it. When I say that you are healed, you are healed. When I say that you are going to prosper, you are going to prosper. Why? Because I am God. No one can change what I say. This is what he is confirming about your life today. That if you are looking unto him, if you are focusing unto him, you have to understand and know and believe it. That regardless of what can happen, God will still do it for you. His word and his promises remains the same. The Bible says his promises are yes and amen. Now looking unto Jesus, uh, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now one word that I want to share with you as we get into prayer is the word author. The word author, because the Bible says that he is the author. The Bible is referring to Jesus as the author of your faith. As the author of my faith. Now remember, we are talking about focusing on Jesus. And here the word is referring to Jesus as an author of your faith, of my faith. Now I'm saying, but what is an author? Who is an author? And an author is an originator. Hallelujah. So when we are speaking about your faith, when we are speaking about my faith, the Bible is saying the one who originates our faith is Jesus himself. I love that. The one who establishes our faith is Jesus himself. The one who establishes our hope is Jesus himself. The one who can see to it that you and I are healed and we are permanently healed. Because there's a difference. Let's speak about this for a moment. There's a difference between being healed momentarily and being healed permanently. Hallelujah. The Bible says there were ten men that had leprosy. And they uh, you know, came before Jesus, and Jesus healed them, and only one returned. And the Bible says, he said to him, that were there not uh, ten others with you, where are the nine? That they have not returned. And he says, go your way for your faith. You have been healed, you have been cured, and now you have been made a whole. Meaning this one was the only one that was permanently healed. Who knows what happened to the nine? So this, this, mo- this morning or afternoon, I want to say to you that as Jesus is the author of our faith, make sure that you keep him close to you. Make sure you keep looking and focusing unto him because he originates the genuine faith. Amen. The faith that is not shaken easily. The faith that cannot be moved easily. The Bible says Job, even though he lost everything. Now, you know, it's, it's wonderful that the servants of God today are, you know, speaking about Job a lot. There's something happening in the spirit. Now, Job is a man that lost everything. The man had children that were powerful. And the Bible says they were in one place in the elder brother's house having a good time. And what happened? There was like an earthquake. Wind blew the house and it fell on them and they all died. And the Bible further says that Job had livestock. He was rich, plenty of livestock. But a servant came running and reported that everything is gone. He had farms. Everything was wiped away. And on top of that, the devil afflicted him with souls all over his body. But one thing that he never did was curse God. 
He remained having hope in God that, listen, God gives and God takes. If he was able to bless me with all of this, then he can also do it again. And the Bible says at the end of all this that God blessed Job so much with children, with blessings, with servants to a point where it was way more than what he had. Why? He remained looking unto the author, the originator. So today I want to encourage you that in spite of what you can be facing now, keep looking unto Jesus. Regardless of the circumstance or the size or nature of circumstance that might surround you and I, keep looking unto Jesus. Now I want us to pray together. We are going to um, together pray a few prayers because right now it is important that we pray. Hallelujah. So the first prayer that I want us to pray is the prayer of hope. The prayer of hope. The prayer of hope. Now, our hope is in the Lord Jesus. We are hoping that Corona or COVID-19 has been taken away. That is hope that we have. Hallelujah. I want us to pray. We are hoping that the people who are in hospitals that have been attacked, not only of this COVID-19 virus, but any other sickness or condition, we are hoping that God, they are going to come out in the mighty name of Jesus. So let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, that now faith is the substance of the things hoped for. Hoped for. Lord, we are praying now, my Father, for hope that Jehovah, we are believing that anyone that is in a hospital now we are declaring that they are healed in the name of Jesus. Anyone that is on a ventilator, anyone that is on an oxygen machine, anyone that is only being aided or helped to live because of machines, I am declaring permanent healing in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for hope that you wipe away this COVID-19 pandemic permanently in the name of Jesus. Father, we lift your name. We exalt you. We glorify you in the name of Jesus we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Now I saw something earlier that um, in most nations they are about to uplift the travel bans. Um, They are about to sort of start um, restoring movements and things like that. And what we want to pray against is um, um, that this pandemic can start again. Hallelujah. Because the devil can take advantage. At the moment people are beginning to be released or businesses to be opened, it can start again. But we want to pray that that cannot happen in the name of Jesus. So let's pray that as the travel bans are being lifted, let's pray that let God shield everybody. Let God cover every nation in the name of Jesus. Father, we are praying that Lord, as the people are being set free, we are praying that as the tribal bands are being lifted, as nations are being lost, allowing people to go back to work, to go back to businesses, some to return in schools, we are praying that Lord, may you cover them up in the name of Jesus. We bind fear, we remove fear in the name of Jesus. Let your name be exalted, let your name be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. Father, I bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Oh, yes, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. I want us to pray this prayer where we are focusing on hospitals. So this is a prayer where we are directing it in hospitals. If there is anybody you know that is in a hospital right now, what you can do for me is keep mentioning their name as we are praying. Just keep mentioning their name and I'm going to stand as a servant of God to declare permanent healing. 
You just keep mentioning their name. Whoever is in a hospital that you know, just keep mentioning their name. And if you don't know anyone, just pray that any hospital, any hospital, any hospital, we are declaring healing. Father, I pray as your servant that whoever is in a hospital this moment, I call healing in the name of Jesus. As your servant, I declare permanent healing over every individual that is sitting and laying on a hospital bed. I do not care what they are facing. I do not care how serious it is. I do not care what they are calling their condition. But as your servant, I announce healing in the name of Jesus. I announce permanent healing in Jesus' name. Lord, let them rise. Let them rise. Let them rise. Let them rise in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you and I honor you that they are healed. Yes, we are using Pastor Lincoln as a point of contact. That as you are raising him, as you are healing him, as you are perfecting him, perfect every other patient in the hospitals in the name of Jesus. Lord, we glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, the last prayer I loved when Pastor Kennedy said, even in the middle of destruction, even in the middle of uh, where hope is being tested, even where you are pressed or squeezed in a corner, you are going to keep laughing. You are going to keep rejoicing. I want us to pray that let not our peace be troubled. Let's just pray that, Lord, let me keep laughing throughout any circumstance and every circumstance. Through challenges, let me keep laughing. Let my joy continue to remain in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for your people that, Lord, wherever they are right now, whatever they may be facing, I declare that let their laughter remain. Let their joy remain. Let their peace remain. Let their laughter remain in the name of Jesus. Whatever nature of destruction, whatever form of Destruction, whatever type of destruction, I as your servant announce that cover them up, let them laugh, let them rejoice. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we thank you. Thank you because receive the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Okay, so where you are, just lift your hands. I want to pray with you. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for your word. Lord, I have delivered the way that you gave to me, Jehovah, as your servant. You used me, O oh Lord. You were exalted, O oh God. And your name has been lifted above every other name. I thank you that, Lord, I have delivered what you put in me. And right now I pray for every ear, every eye that is watching, every ear that is listening to this message, that has listened to this message, and that is going to listen to this message. I pray that, Lord, may you equip them, my Lord, with the strength. Equip them with the authority. Equip them with the hope. Equip them with the faith. Equip them with the power. Your word says, even if we have faith as a little as a master seed, but if it is faith, then we can command a mountain and it can cast itself into the sea at our word. I pray that type of faith, that nature of faith to develop in your people in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you and I honor you. I appreciate you for who you are, my God. For there is no one who can compare to you. Your love is everlasting. Your joy is everlasting. Your permanent, oh Lord, you, you, everything that you do is permanent. My God, you do what no man can do. Your mind is above our mind. Your intentions, Lord, are good. Your way to say is that for you know the thoughts that you have toward me. Thoughts to prosper me. Thoughts to increase me. Thoughts to give me an expected end. I thank you, my Lord, for that. Jehovah, touch your people. Give them whatever they are looking for. Answer every prayer that they have offered before you. Thank you, my Lord, for this. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. May God bless you. God bless you all. I appreciate you for the time you've spent with us. Even we a little bit uh, over the time.
But you know, the men of God, the associate pastors are loaded. And as we were having the service, the Holy Spirit was ministering to me. Because personally, I don't want to do what everybody is doing. You notice before the, this event, you don't see a lot of people on Facebook, on Zoom, on it. But now it's everybody, every single minute. So I don't want to follow what people do. We want to be led by God. So as I was sitting down there, God spoke to me that the man of God has a lot of things to impact the world. So on every Tuesday and every Thursday, they will be coming to speak directly to you. So Tuesday at 7 p.m., we will be having transmission. And on Thursday at 7 p.m., we'll be having transmission. And, we, and I want you to be part of it wherever you may be all over the world. So at that point, I will be giving more information at 7 p.m. on Tuesday and on Thursday. Pastor Kennedy, Pastor Tadana, they will be able to speak directly to you, share the mind of God with you. And I will be coming also to bless you through. The Lord bless you all. So please join me as we share the grace together. May the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, raise us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Shout hallelujah. God bless you. Love you all. Have a wonderful Sunday. God bless you all.